Thank you for listening to the Ace Jewelers podcast. This is an episode of The Ace List Live. This podcast has been recorded live during a live stream, which was broadcast on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter. This is an audio-only version of that recording. Ciao, Piero. Ciao, Alon. How are you? Va bene? Come stai? Perfettamente. Good to see you. Thank you so much Perfect. for sitting down with me. Thank you to you to invite me to this uh, new experience for me, let me say. It's my That's first incredible. time, my first live on Facebook. Thank you. Thank Good. you to invite me. It's I'm very honored to have you because I've been twisting your arm quite some years to come on the show. For those that don't know Piero, Piero is literally the silent force in the magic duo behind the amazing Italian jewelry brand, Nanis. It's uh, contemporary jewelry since 1995, but our relationship goes back longer because you are the husband of the amazing Laura Bicego. And the Benjose family has been doing business with the Bicego family quite some decades because my dad used to do business with Laura's dad. And I have known you since I'm a kid because we have been proud dealers of Nanis for quite some decades as well. I'm a huge fan. And although Laura is the face of the company, and both of you are very sweet and modest, you're very silent and you don't want to come on screen. Well, <laughs> But after having Laura twice as a guest, I wanted you on the show because you. you guys design everything, you manufacture everything in-house. In the watch industry, we talk about the manufacture. And you guys recently changed your slogan and logo to Fabrica dell'Uso Italiano Contemporiano. And you guys finally emphasize on your strength of doing everything in-house. And that's what I wanted to talk about, about the craftsmanship that you lead because you guys have, I believe, over 50 crafted goldsmiths and people in your factory, correct? Correct. Yeah. All right. Before we do so, I want to learn about the man, Piero. Mm. So, First of all, let me let me thank you for the word that you say for on me, on, on the company, and uh, on the long-term relationship that we had, including your father relationship with my father-in-law. That's, thank you. It's, uh, I want to confirm and I want to say this is so important for us and there's so high value for every relationship and even more for our relationship. And uh, I'm not agree with you when you say that I'm so silenced because all of my staff is not uh, the, of the same <laughs> opinion. It's not of the same opinion because they say that sometimes I'm, I'm the one who talk too much because I try to transfer the knowledge and try to transfer the value and try to transfer the feeling that we have uh, and so sometimes, uh, even when we talk to the workers, uh, the people, you know, I mean, the, the company is like a, a, a soccer team. They, they work so closely, and so sometimes they fight, they discuss, they, and so I have to, to, to talk to them, to keep them close and talk to them. And so 
once again, they are not so agree with, with your definition that I'm so silent. But I, I have I, spoken I, to I, quite I've spoken to quite some colleagues of yours and never mm -hmm. ever have anybody said a bad word about you. So <laughs> thank you. I have proof for that. Um, so we always start the show with either a jewelry check or a wrist check. So I'm very curious, you as a man, do you wear any nanny's jewel today? No, not not. I don't wear any jewels, not nanny, any jewels. Any jewels. Another one. Okay. So that's very rare. And in that case, let's just do a wrist check. Do you wear any watch today? Yeah, sure. The watch is definitely is my one of my. Uh, I don't want to say the passion, but something that I have to work to to wear every single minute of my life, even during the night. Always, I'm gonna wear uh, watches. This is my watches today. Beautiful, uh, the five thousand. I I love it. I love it. This is I will see. Yeah, uh, it's a limited edition. Uh, this is the brand that I love. I have uh, several few few watches, not so much, uh, because uh, honestly speaking, what I wear every 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 day uh, is is a running watch because I'm a runner. I try to do my best. I used to be a good runner. Now it's a, it's a hobby, you know. But every day or every two day. I'm gonna run 10 kilo, 10 kilometers or so. That's that's why I, I used to wear a, a, a running watch, uh, um, Garmin or, or Pulsar. We have, I have both. Interesting. Yeah. Did you used to run marathons? Not, not the half marathon. Half this is my size. Used to be my size. Good. Mm. So, although you guys don't produce watches, no. What parallels do you find between watchmaking? And jewelry making, what parallels do you see? Well, definitely our collection, our the Nanese jewels. I use I'm, I used to say that uh, is a manufacturer uh, jewels because, like uh, you know, like, like when we talk about the, the watches, we say is a automatic of uh, manufacturer watches, high complication watches, mm -hmm. and uh, I want to say that the, the, the same. Uh, uh, Parallel, uh, Nani's collection is a high complication jewelry uh, collection because we put together all the technologies that is available uh, in the market at the moment, keeping and maintaining all the uh, technology of the tradition of this. Uh, field of this sector so we, we used to have a casting we used to have stamped um, tube uh, what else wire um, chain handmade change uh, engraving by hand setting by hand uh, the only one that i don't use uh, let me say maybe is electroforming because mm -hmm. this is something that i don't love Mm. I don't like it because the quality, even the color of the gold, even the hardness of the gold is not what uh, is comparable what, uh, on what we used to. And so this is the only technology that I'm not so um, common to, to use. Or, or, or from the other side, I, I, I don't want to use it. I understand. And you guys actually use kinetic energy because the Transformista mm. collection, which yeah, we see here on the screen, is also very... Yeah intellectual design it's very technical 
and it's it's with a lot of moving parts. So, but we'll come to that later, if you mm-hmm. don't mind. So, sure. thank you for sharing that. We always start off the show with seven D Ace list questions. Mm-hmm. So the first one is always, what watch and or jewel is your favorite and why? Talking about watches, I already answered to this question. I want to repeat it. I would say it's my favorite for a long time. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why because you know it's something that you feel. I love the design. I love the quality. I love the services that the company gave us. Uh, gave me. Uh, so I, I, I use some services uh, several every two three years. Gonna set yeah. up again. So you control the movement and everything. Talking about jewels that are a lot of brands. One that I want to mention is uh, David Webb, American design, because it's so there, so over the line, you know, that he can he can use different material in different way. Is a very very aggressive in terms of design. So. I consider David Webb a brand that we can decline and can be can give you some some ideas, some uh, some some dot, some mm-hmm. uh, draw scratch that could be can be safe in a draw and maybe it, it can be used in, mm-hmm. in the future. You know, mm-hmm. this is one of the the, the the brands. Other designer that I love. Even though they are unfortunately they are died, uh, one is uh, Stefan Hafner. Mm-hmm. Stefan Hafner used to be uh, when he was on life. Uh, he used he, for me is he, is a, a maestro, is a teacher, is uh, a teacher because I I met him. I I I don't want to say that he was my friend, but I I was his uh, fans. Mm-hmm. And uh, he teach me a lot of things. The approach of the design, the approach of the collection, they maintaining the identity. He was really a great, a great designer. One of the, the most important designer, Italian designer. I think uh, the company when he died went and in, in goes. I don't know. He's still uh, open actually. Stefano. I don't know either. I don't know but he, he lost the soul of the company. The second one is uh, Rinaldo Gavello. Mm-hmm. Rinaldo Gavello from Milan, great designer, great man. And uh, unfortunately, even he, he died uh, several years ago. Uh, and he was so uh, high identity designer and great, uh, great producer, let's say, as a designer, not big collection mm-hmm. uh, several pieces and uh, I love it Beautiful. those two mm-hmm. thank you for sharing you're welcome Pleasure. second question what did you want to be when you grew up <laughs> good question uh, I don't have any I mean when I was a child mm, I would like to be a postman Mm-hmm. Because I used to to see the postman arrive at at, the, at my house with, with the motorcycle. I was in love with the motorcycle. That's why I said that, that uh, I want to be a, a, a postman. But uh, growing up, uh, I maintained the passion for motorcycle. I maintained the passion for for the motor, for the technology. Uh, I studied mechanical uh, at the high school, 
and uh, I don't have any really dream at the time to become someone. But I wonder, the only thing that I remember that I, I was always in love with the job of the other one, a, anyone. Of what? Of what? Of the other people that they met. I mean, yeah. everyone. When I was talking to the to the guys who are doing some special job, I, I will. I, I thinking that uh, this is, could be my job. And, but it was so easy to change my mind because the next one was uh, so impressed for other jobs that they say, well, I want to be that one. So the, the, the final uh, answer is I'm so curious about, uh, this is my first characteristic, the curiosity. I'm so curious about everything in the, in the world, in the life, that everything that new involved me so much in that I would like to, to, to become on the next step, you know. Interesting. Become, mm. In your family, are there jewelry makers in the family on your side? Not in my side, no. So my you really grew into the business because of your dear wife and family? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. My, my father and, was a teacher and my mom was a house, uh, how can you say? Housekeeper. Housekeeper, yes. Sorry for that. Yeah. And 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 you said you were schooled as an engineer, a mechanical engineer. The mechanical high school. I didn't make a university, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but I study and I continue study even after the, after the high school. And uh, but the, my passion and my specialization is mechanical. Yeah. So you love technicality. Absolutely. You, yes. you like yeah. running your beautiful yeah. manufacture. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing. Mm -hmm. Talking of Postman and everybody that made you curious, who mm -hmm. were or are your role models? You mentioned a few during the first question. So yeah. jewelry designers that you looked up to. Could you mention some more role models? Well, the, the... I don't have any real role models. Uh, I mean, I, I love the designer, but I love everything is... Uh, Referred to organization, to engineerization. When you draw a design or collection, you know you have to thinking how can be produced, how can be uh, organized the production in the in the in the factory. And so this is my specialization: thinking about the strategies, thinking the, about the, the the best way in order to be profitable, in order to maintain the the highest quality of the product and uh, but this is not only for for jewelry i mean i i love to organize the life to everybody this is my biggest defect uh, my wife say yeah <laughs> okay thank you in the time being we have on linkedin jody saying hi hi jody thank you for tuning in um please do send in your questions guys who if you're watching uh we'll deal with them at the end of the sessions. Going to the fourth question, Piero. If you could teleport tomorrow, where would you go? Hmm. Uh, well, if you asking me this question some years ago, I will answer that um, I love to city more than any other. Uh, uh, it was uh, Hong Kong and uh, Buenos Aires for completely different opposite reasons uh, actually uh, nowadays hong kong is completely different 
from uh, five years ago, maybe 10 years ago. So is the city with a lot of problem, with a lot of uh, new politician influence from uh, China side. And uh, so this is not the Hong Kong that I used to love. To, to love. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buenos Aires is still one of the best, even though uh, the, the modernization that every city has absolutely affect even the the soul of uh, buenos aires that is a city of tango that is a city of uh, beauty that is uh, the most beautiful lady that they saw it was in buenos aires but there is a lot of other places where if you teletransport me tomorrow uh, i would like to be Uh, it is uh, all the place that I never saw, because as I, as I told you, my curiosity is uh, the, 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 the bigger, the bigger um, value and the, 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 my biggest defect, you know, and uh, every, every place that uh, I would like to, to, to see, to discover, to discover the, 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 the new aspect of the society, the, the way to, to live in those places, in those cities. So uh, it's difficult to answer. But uh, for sure, the South American side is a very, very beautiful place where to go. But maybe if I want to say one place could be Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, is a place that I quite, quite, uh, I went many times over there, but more than Tokyo and more than, let's say, Osaka, Miyazaki, Sapporo, big city, is the countryside, where the small village are, where the, 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 the farmer is going to cook uh, either the traditional food, the uh, Okinawa side, or the, 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 uh, the island of uh, Okinawa uh, is very, very beautiful. Interesting. And so all the, 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 because the mentality of the Japanese people is so different and so, so polite, so very sweet in terms of relationship with the people, even with the foreign people. And they love so much the Italian that I, I, I think the Italian are so lucky to, to the welcome that most of the world give us, and especially the Japanese sides. So this is, uh, could be my, my, my answer. So Nice, because Japan is, I think, the most popular place to travel on this question on the show. Mm-hmm. I know that the Japanese love nannies. We have Japanese customers. I know you guys are popular. You even opened your own office in Japan, I know. Yeah. Why is it that you think the Japanese appreciate Nanis so much? I know they love Italian design, but I know Nanis because I, I guess your signature is the matte finish. One of the things yeah. that makes Nanis very well, popular. First, first of all, I want to say that uh, who who used to go or who, go, who went to, to, to Japan knows that they the Japanese people appreciate so much in the quality, in terms of quality for every kind of product, talking about food, uh, clothes, uh, furniture, everything. And so they, before the brand, they appreciate the quality. They appreciate the craftsmanship. They appreciate the, the, the story of the, that is behind of the brands. 
so for us, when we start working with the Japan, Japanese market, I mean, when I say 30 years ago, uh, this was the, the most important parameter that we offer to the, uh, to the market. They, they appreciate so much, they price the identity and the um, continuous maintaining this value so visible and so um, constantly on the product and on the communication, on the, the packaging, everything is done maintaining this kind of uh, value. Uh, and they appreciate so much for, for this reason, I think. Uh, so this is important because uh, uh, giving you, uh, uh, how can I say, comparare, uh, compare, to, yeah, to compare, let's say, uh, from China, they first, uh, they appreciate the brand. They don't care about the quality because most of the, the, the consumer, uh, Chinese consumer, they, they have not the skills to, to understand the quality in terms of product, finishing, uh, setting diamonds, whatever. And so they believe on the brand. From the other side, the Japanese, they, all their history, they was teaching to understand first the quality, the quality about the fabric, uh, about the, the, the wood, about the food, the, you know, everything. That's why they, uh, they eat a lot of uh, raw food, raw fish, the, a lot of um, vegetable. And so they, they recognize exactly uh, this, uh, the, the, the material. And so uh, that's why the quality becomes before than the brand. Obviously, they appreciate the brand. Obviously, they appreciate how to, uh, to talk about uh, what there is behind the, 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 the maintenance of 100% uh, Italian made in Italy. So this is uh, something that they, they appreciate so much. Perfect. Thank you so much. Um, in the time being, we have uh, Loran joining us with an emoticon saying 100%. Thank you for tuning in, Loran. If you have any questions, please let us know. I know she just graduated from Ecrea in Geneva, is where I'm also a guest lecturer. So I know she's getting a good education. Um, going to the fifth question. What book are you currently reading or what uh, book did you recently read that you liked and recommend? I'm not the, 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 the great reader of uh, books, but I love the um, term of writer, you probably know, is Philip Roth, American, Jewish. He died uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, I would say that I read almost everything that he wrote uh and the last one that i'm reading i don't know the title in english but i have here is quando lei era buona so when she was good this mm -hmm. is the yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, unfortunately i'm reading in italian uh, yeah. that's why my my english is so poor your english but, is very uh, well very good <laughs> thank you but anyway it is uh, i love it I love him because he described the society of uh, American, uh, Jewish, and, and not uh, between 1960 up to 2010. 
is a, is a 50 years of uh, feeling and history of the country that uh, I love so much. I love America. I love uh, the, the mentality. And uh, I love uh, the, his capacity to describe uh, mostly even the Jewish mentality, the, the, uh, the approach of the problem, the, the importance of the family mm -hmm. that they have. So this is my favorite one. Definitely the second one is far away. Interesting. Talking of America, I know Nanis is very popular there as well. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Is it because of the modernity of Nanis? Nanis is very contemporary. Mm -hmm. Everything you guys make is new. You don't do copy-paste. Everything is creative, created from zero. Is it that what attracts the Americans? Yes. I want to say yes. Uh, the Italian style is so appreciated from the American market. This is another, another important. That's why many Italian jewels is uh, we recommend the Italianity of the product and the capacity of the Italians to maintain their identity and to design everything in house, as you said at my presentation. Uh, this is uh, one of the conditions. This is one of the parameters that they appreciate. Uh, it's a big market. It's a big market. There is a space for everyone. Uh, but the important thing is maintaining the relationship with the customer. Uh, because differently from the Japanese, the American customer uh, used to jump from the brand to the other. Uh, they are not so loyal, let's say. Uh, correctly always this is brand loyal that's good uh, but uh, i want to say that we our capacity our strength is, is maintaining the relationship for a long term with our customers so this is it, it means a lot for us and in, in the united states uh, we have uh, we can say that we have a lot long-term relationship with all our customers this mm -hmm. is important. that's why we have an office in miami who is taking care about uh, the, all the North American market, even in, uh, in Canada. And they, we are still doing good business with them. Yeah, and that's something that, that I want to underwrite in this interview, that when you at the beginning said that you appreciate the relationship that is multi-generation between our two families, it's true. And you guys are very hands-on. Although you, as we hear, are a global brand, Mm -hmm. Global offices, you guys are very hands-on. You have a big team, but you go yourself. Laura visits us every year in Amsterdam. We do trunk shows with her. Obviously, I follow her on all the social media channels. You guys visit every point of sale. You do trunk shows. You meet the end consumers. You guys are very hands-on. So that's what I want to compliment you. And I think that's one of the success facts. It's I, I believe the designs and the quality are paramount. But also the fact that you guys are so personable and authentic that really, really makes a difference, especially in today's society and business world. Yeah. Um, thank you for sharing that. Going to the sixth question. You guys do a lot with colors. You guys are trend-setting. You guys are innovators. I'm very curious to hear what you think is going to be the color of 2023. Thanks God that the, the jewels 
feel is not uh, like the, 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 the moda, the fashion, that they, uh, every year have their different color, and so they change it. So the, the life of our collection is much longer than the, uh, than, than the fashion sector. Uh, you just uh, shared with us the Amuleti collection, that they have a lot of new color. Exactly. Next year, uh, maybe because it's something that I love so much, is a tourmaline color. So between okay. uh, green Greenish. and pink, yeah. uh, this is uh, all the variety that the, the tourmaline has for me. This this is will be the because there is not talking about just the color. It's talking about color and quality. The tourmaline is my favorite stones. So this is uh, I hope and I convinced that this is yeah. I love it. Pink and green and the transparency and the matching with the, the yellow gold engraving. Uh, yeah. Obviously, the price becomes a little bit higher compared to Amuleti, that Amuleti is an enterprise. Uh, the stones uh, setting on the Amuleti is not the the semi-precious stones uh, so rare like uh, like tourmaline but uh, tourmaline for me this is the the sun i love this i love this. i i utterly, utterly love it it's like candy for me and i wish i could wear more that i have the the spirit to wear more uh, gems and jewelry but i utterly love it and you guys are the the, the kings of color um in between, we're getting more comments. Um, some LinkedIn members are writing 100%. They're writing beautiful. I don't know the name, so I don't know who that is. Please add your name to the comments. Sometimes on LinkedIn, we get a name. Sometimes we don't. We have the Naked Watchmaker, who is Daniela. Mm -hmm. Speak. So, hi, gentlemen. Hello, Daniela. Thank you so much for tuning in. She was very active on LinkedIn writing some comments. I invited her to share some questions with us because she is the authority on educating people about watchmaking. So I said, please. Uh, oh, she writes, Marin, not longer speak. My apologies. <laughs> she, she and her ex-husband were a legendary watchmaking duo. Today, she educates us about haute horlogerie watchmaking. So I invited her also to join us in the world of fine jewelry making with the Maestro Piero. Welcome, Daniela, and apologies for the mix-up with the names. Um, going back to the last question. And this is a rhetorical question. Have you been to Amsterdam before? And I, went, if, I, went, I went to Amsterdam of course you went. Uh, and what's your favorite memory? A lot, a lot of things. It's so close to Venice that I, my is my city favorite city in Italy. Uh, but uh, it's, it's a city very very comfortable for me. I, I feel at home when I'm in Amsterdam, even though I went. Uh, three, four times, not so much. I love uh, walking without having any any real direction, real real place to, to, to reach. 
uh, even by bike. And that's uh, lovely. A lot of young people, because due of the university and uh, many reasons, but uh, the food is great. Uh, it's, a, it's a good city. It, it seems smaller than what it is, uh, because it's a very big, big city, but you feel like in a, in a small village and uh, one next to the other and every every 200 meter you discover something something unexpected uh, it's a city where all the time that i come back i, I feel very like at home this is all, what i want to say i love it perfect thank you so much so those were the seven aces questions we have a lot of questions sent in to us beforehand from viewers who can join live on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Um, before we deal with them, I have a lot of questions for you. Mm. So when we talk Nanis, everybody thinks Laura. Mm. But I want to put you in the limelight today. <laughs> Walk us through what you do within Nanis, please. So what are your daily tasks? What do you do? Well, uh, I'm doing a lot of things uh, behind the light. Uh, I'm taking care about the design. I'm taking care about the, the, the staff that we have uh, who is uh, develop the shape that uh, I and Laura drawing on, on the paper. And, uh, and then we have to organize the production. We have to uh, follow and keep together all the team, because as I told you before, the jewelry factor uh, is a strange and difficult organization to manage. A lot of people, a lot of uh, women and men uh, that are working together some differences into the character that they have and the mentality. I want to say even the religions now, because, uh, you know, there is a cultural, even in Italy, we become a cultural society. Uh, and then we, and you know, when the worker in the past, uh, they used to go to the, to, to the factory, to the worker just for earning money, now, this is not the main reasons. We, the, the most important things, uh, uh, the entrepreneurs who has manufactured uh, as we have, is uh, giving some more value in uh, exchange of their times. Uh, money is not enough. They want to work for something more than money. They want to work for the dream. They want to work for some ethical reasons they want to see where the product uh, what they they doing every day with their hands uh, where is going to be sold who is the buyer you know and this is something that is very very important so the, the my back to your question this is important for for me to be able to create relationship create a team, a great staff involved, not just in a product, but in a dream, in a, you know, 
this is make the, the, the differences because we want to maintain all our staff for all their working life and make them happy to work in the, in the factory. And this makes the difference. And this is not easy. This is very what tough you, sometimes. What I think you forgot to mention, Piero, is mm -hmm. about the multifaceted aspects of the team is also the disciplines and craftsmanship, which is different. I want to emphasize what a lot of people don't know. I believe that 80-90% of what jewelry brands today do as little as possible in-house. They outsource. I think you're the one of the few companies that still do as much as possible in-house. I dare to say you do even 80-90% in-house, everything, right? Even more. Absolutely. absolutely. Even your marketing you do in-house. Even our marketing is doing now, which yeah. is creative. Marketing yeah, is creative. Next, next to me, I have Chiara that uh, she is uh, marketing uh, responsible, and uh, we are doing. Which Chiara is that? Sola? No, Chiara Matteazzi. You have so many Chiaras. <laughs> I went from Cubico to Sola. Uh, yeah, yeah. Chiara. Ciao, ciao, Chiara. We love what you do. Lovely marketing. <laughs> do you hear? He said that he loved what you do. <laughs> the marketing is great. So, yes. so, so you guys do that, and, and I, I want to emphasize that. And I was very happy when you guys recently changed your logo, which you can see at the top. It's maybe a bit small. Um, mm -hmm. I can blow it up. That in Italian, it says, if I translate it correctly, factory of Italian contemporary luxury. Lusso is luxury, right? Exactly. Yeah, and, 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 and that says it all, I think, that you guys produce everything yourself. You design everything yourself. It's all contemporary and done in-house. So you emphasize design and you emphasize quality. As you said, 80 to 90% is done in-house. It depends on the project. But even what we don't do in-house is done in, I want to say, in a in a area of uh, of Vicenza, that is a district, and uh, I think uh, I want to say that the district of jewelry of Vicenza jewelry district is so high value for us because sometimes uh, there is something that cannot be done without this cooperation between the company in the area because they have so many specializations. We are talking about uh, an area of uh, uh, 200,000 people with uh, 650 companies. That means uh, we have uh, around 5,000 workers in the in area of, uh, of Vicenza. And uh, we can find every kind of services and talking about technology, talking about the craftsmanship, talking about uh, setting uh, stones, suppliers. So, uh, you know, we cannot be specialized in everything, but uh, we have to take the, the latest technology, the, the, the latest uh, um, skills uh, and uh, opportunity talking about technology that the market can offer and the uh, Vicenza area is one of the fantastic so I want to say 80 90 percent is done in-house but the other 10 or 20 percent 
is done outside but very close of the company. So that uh, was a question one of the viewers sent in. Let me look for it here, which relates to what you were telling. So somebody sent us beforehand on YouTube, why is the Ficenza area in Italy where you guys are based? You're in Trincino, no? Yes. Trincino yeah. in the heart of Ficenza, where is the, also the biggest jewelry fair as always. Why yeah. is that the heart of jewelry making originally? What's the history behind it? Well, uh, the history of the goldsmith in Vicenza has a very far away hoof. Uh, there are some uh, signs uh, before the Christ uh, time, let's say before the 2000 years ago. But I want to I wanna talk about uh, Vicenza in the uh, 1500 in the 15 centuries, the, we have the uh, document to testimony to, to witness that uh, uh, there was 150 uh, associated company uh, with the notary sign, and uh, this document actually is in the uh, municipality of Vicenza, they have uh, they they show sometimes in the museo of the Gozimitatis in Vicenza. So the la, the name of this organization was La Fraglia. Uh, I said the under fifty company. You have to and all of those was more or less around the center of Vicenza, where the um, Piazza dei Signori is and the Basilica Palladiana is so very in a small area um, we are talking about Vicenza at that time was the, around the 25 to 30,000 people so it was very close to a small village uh, but uh, there was already so much uh, so much workers uh, the vicinity, the closest uh, to um, high artists like Bellini, like uh, other important uh, workers, made Vicenza so important for, for Goldsmith. Uh, from that time up to now, uh, the growing of the sector of Goldsmith uh, uh, passed through different um, situation, growing down. But uh, at the 1960, after the Second World, uh, there was so um, how can I say the, 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 the very very sparkling moment for the goldsmith. So, and the foreign market uh, used to come. Uh, very, very often to, to Vicenza for their buying. To, to the time the Vicenza show was uh, the first uh, issue of Vicenza show was in 1950. So it was done outside, not into the building, outside in the Giardini Salvi in the garden. Uh, and the, the, one of the most important country uh, buyer was the, the German people. And the American people, and you know, was really an exciting period or the 
the gold mist, the, 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 the company who producing gold uh, and for their uh, export uh, uh, department because uh, so everyone, all the, 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 the world uh, would love uh, uh, having a Italian Jewish. And, 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 and you talked about end of World War II. Did Italy unshackle itself from everything? Sure. And is that when you had a boost in modernity and contemporary design? Yeah. Is that where the root lies? Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, and what's interesting, uh, you mentioned the 15th century, 16th century. The 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 the, the birthplace of, of, of culture in Europe lies obviously in the Roman era in Rome, mm -hmm. in the middle east of Italy, let's say. And then obviously at Venice in the east, northeast. Vicenza is northwest of it, of of Venice, right? Sure, sure, sure. We was, Where uh, the is the migration from there, or does it come from Firenze, which is a bit west, northwest? Or well, is it stuck in between? I I'm not sure because I'm not a specialist. I, I study a little bit, so what I say, I learn from uh, from different. Uh, experience and meeting that they had but i want to say that uh, in the 15th to 16th century uh, venice uh, the republica di venezia venice republic was in the best period of, of uh, um, florence here, i can say mm -hmm. and uh, the vicenza get some influence from from the venice mm -hmm. because all the uh, the very important uh, noblesse was, uh, yeah, yes, went to, to Vicenza for uh, giving the draw to their goldsmiths to have their own design. So all the small um, workshop uh they used to produce and to design for the most important uh, noblest uh, people and family from venice uh, from all the north uh, of italy uh, so that make uh, vicenza so specialized in the in, in the jewelry we have a witness about this kind this period written witness that uh, they are so important for us and they are so um, exciting reading what's happened so many years ago in a small city like uh, like Vicenza and uh, learning that it was so important even not only for the Vicenza area but for all the Italian um, artists uh, and Florence was one of the part a very important part of the this kind of uh, artist uh, uh, renascimento how can i say renascimento renaissance mm. Mm -hmm. interesting mm. what i wanted to ask you while i was watching this video um here while we've been watching this you see laura walking through the factory and mm -hmm. i see a lot of workbenches how mm -hmm. many workbenches for goldsmiths do you actually have there in your factory but we have uh, around 40, wow. 40 people. That's gigantic. Yeah. Uh, well, it's very big. It's very big. We, we should be a little bit more, but uh, you know, this is not easy. This is the next problem for the next generation because 
the the no. demography doesn't give us any help. No, no, it's a problem. The, Good craftsmanship uh, is a problem. So Daniela Marin, she, she she continued on that topic. She first of all said, "No problem. I'm honored to join you. We are honored that you're watching, Daniela. We really appreciate your work in educating us. So thank you for joining us." She writes on Facebook that she loves the pieces we've shown. The multicolored piece is wonderful, and she continues to ask for Piero, what do you do to educate your clients as to the work and skill that goes into making these beautiful pieces? So what, Piero, do you guys do besides the exceptional website with videos, your social media? What do you do to pass on this knowledge? Because it's very technical what you guys do. To the client or to the she, worker? She specifically asks the client so let's answer her question, well, and then you can answer my question to your own team. How do you pass yeah. on the knowledge? Sure. Well, just uh, uh, at the end of July, we had a meeting with uh, a lot of uh, clients uh, who sent us the, the people who they sell associated to the shop or even the, the owner of the, the, the shop, so our customer invite by us they they came here for the two days training we, we say academy into the into the company so we call it factory visits as well manufacturing factory, yeah. factory visit we keep this opportunity to show them the organization the mm -hmm. production to let them try to do some simple action into the factory let's say some uh, using the laser machine for surgery or engraving the pieces uh, you saw the, the, the yeah they had the opportunity to try and to engrave by themselves some uh, some some of the jewels uh, some of the beads uh, so this way they understand how tough is it uh, how many year is necessary to to learn this uh, traditional uh, uh, finishing and uh, this is something that we have to we have and we want and we are going to improve uh, so we want to invite uh, into our factory as much as possible our customer to to see and to walk into our office and factory for that reason we have to we are renewing some part of the factory in order to make them more comfortable and more uh more how can i say ready to receive this kind of visit by the way uh, uh, we 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 talk uh, during this visit as well as uh, how to set up the windows how to explain about uh, to 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 tell to the final consumer the the characteristic uh, of our collection mm -hmm. uh showing them uh, the the how they can wear the jewels because one of the most important characteristics that our collection has is that uh, most of the product most of the jewels can be wear in two three four four wear uh, for weight so this is a very sometimes the the sale associated to the shop they don't know 
Uh, because it is not easy to transfer when you draw and when you make a plan of the collection that uh, one pendant can become an earring and the ring can become a pendant and the bracelet become a necklace, you know. Uh, that's why it's important to have this kind of connection from the factory and the retailer channel mm -hmm. uh, because we are from the same side of the table and uh, as much as we work closely uh, as much as we are we can succeed into the in terms of uh, sales in terms of uh, uh, the, 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 how can you say the satisfaction um, on the consumers that uh, when they buy a jewels as much they know as much as much they they can uh, uh, identify themselves uh, on the product that they are going to buy, uh, as much their source, uh, satisfaction will be high. It, is, it depend of uh, it depend of communication. Actually, there are so many channels to communicate, but uh, be physically where the product is done, be physically and talk face to face. Uh, to the to the designer but let me say one more time back to the what i said previously uh, talk directly to the worker even though they don't speak english or they just but uh, there is a a sign vocabulary that they can transfer so sometimes the smiles sometimes they they they, they are so happy to show to the clients and what they do by themselves. Uh, so at the end of the meeting, the, all the, the clients said, thank you for the great experience that uh, we give them. They, they, wanna, uh, they used to answer. Last time I said, uh, well, uh, I have, uh, I'm the one who has to thank you because you give us the opportunity to open our factory, to give us the opportunity to our workers to, to talk to you, to show what they do uh, all the days, because they are not used. They, uh, they don't have any stage. Mm -hmm. And giving the stage, giving the possibility to, to show their skills is something amazing. So mm -hmm. once again, of everyone who want to visit the company, the factory, we are open to receive. Thank you. Thank you so much. I hope that answered your question, Daniela. We have the world record keeper here, Rocky. He has joined every single episode of DSS Live, and I will always ask questions. So thank you for that, Rocky. He asks on YouTube, any plans to create men's jewelry? Good question. I want to be negative, <laughs> unfortunately. No, because, of, well, uh, I think the most important uh, thing for a brand or for the, the company who want to become a brand because be a brand is a big word and we are far away from this one we want to maintain our identity so the identity uh, means uh, being uh, doing so good what you are doing that nobody can uh, can complain about it uh, this is why we want to be uh, very close to the niche that we have with the identity with our shape and the shape that we have is mostly female is a soft is a round is a more this is not close to the man that is more 
straight, you know, this one. Second is because the market is not going to give us so much uh, request in this direction. I think uh, even if we, if we analyze uh, the brand for men, there are very few and uh, year by year they are going down in terms of uh, price point and quality. I don't want to mention everyone, but uh, I'm I want to say the unsuccessed project that I can consider in my experience was based on uh, main jewelry. Main is more for, for watch, definitely, uh, or some niche product. But it's something that is not for us. And I, tried, I want, I, and I, I want to jump in, Piero. Yin, Yang. You started with the negative, I end with the positive. Yeah. Since we live in a metrosexual, gender-fluid society, we okay. sell your stretch bracelets with the gold beads, the matte beads, to men. Yeah. So, Rocky, next time you visit, I'll put a Nani's bracelet on your arms. <laughs> I want to slowly end the show because we stop at one hour. Rocky, okay. thank you so much for your question. I'll hook you up when you come. Daniela wrote, thanks, wonderful answer. Thank you, Daniela, for being so proactive on the show. Thank you. Um, our next episode in exactly two weeks is with Alexander Hahn of Gerard Hahn Rare Gems. I don't know if you know them, Piero. We also have been working with his father. So that's, again, a family affair, multi-generation. So everybody, please tune in. I want to thank all the viewers for this amazing show. I love the interaction. I love the questions. And most importantly, Piero, mille, 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 grazie. Grazie so a te. Thank you me. to you. Your thank English you. is perfect. You yeah, are a chatterbox. Uh, we could have done this many more hours. Rocky, mm -hmm. he writes, will try it. Smiley. So I loved it. Thank you so much. And I hope to welcome you and the kids together with Laura in Amsterdam. I know Laura is coming at the end of the year again, which is a tradition. We've been doing that already for five, six years. So for those viewers that want to meet Laura in person, please register for our newsletter where we will invite you for the trunk show with Nanis at the end of this Thank calendar year. Thank Ciao, you. Piero. Ciao. Thank you so Ciao, much, everyone. Ciao. Thank you Ciao. for your patience. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Ace Jewelers Podcast. This was the end of the Ace List Live audio-only recording. To listen to more episodes or to view them, go to acelist.com. Thank you.